Hello, everybody. It is August 7th. Did I get it? I did. This is the Redacted Podcast. My name is Mitchell, and this is... Jeremy. Well, hello, Jeremy. Well, hello there, Mitchell. How goes it today? It goes. It was a good day. We had lots going on today. We got to reminisce about a good time had over the weekend. Um... I got to talk to some people at a recovery meeting and share my story. That was very interesting. Um, I think I might do it again. Yeah, you're feeling more comfortable? No, not at all. <laughs> um, well, I heard you back there, and you definitely sounded comfortable and confident. You hit on some good points of a story for recovery. I talked too much, and I think that's been a thing that I do most of my life. There's no such thing as talking too much when you're dealing with opposite sides of recovery. You know, they see their standpoint, their children in active addiction going into recovery, short-term recovery at this moment, and you have an insight of long-term sobriety. Because you've been sober for a while. That's something that I just realized is not only did I hit two and a half years of sobriety, the end of last month, but I hit a year of being off the MAT program medicine. I was taking Vivitrol in my treatment program. And at the same time, I hit two and a half years. I hit one year without the Vivitrol. Nice. Congratulations. Thank you. I didn't realize that. I've been telling people about the two and a half years because I'm pretty proud. Um, it's a good pride. And I completely forgot until I was talking with them about how long it's been since I've been off the Vivitrol. And I was like, look at me being a badass in recovery. Oh, yeah. I don't think about myself like that very often. It was pretty good. No, that's a good story. Because I know when I first came into recovery, uh, a medically assisted program was offered to me and I had the chance to take it and I had the chance to turn it down. And I learned that I'm a lot stronger than I think. And I have to do my program zero tolerance, mm -hmm. you know, because I am a uh, complacent addict. If you give me the chance to use a medicine, I will abuse that medicine. Mm -hmm. That even goes as far as Robitussin, regular cough syrup, it, it doesn't really matter. My my addictive mind kicks in and says, oh, well, the doctor said I could take this. Yep. yep. And then it just trickles down. That becomes your excuse. Yeah, for sure. That was something I talked with them in the, the group this evening about was it terrified me. Because I was on the Vivitrol and there was a pill form. That's a, a shot in the butt. It's not comfortable. But it lasts a month. The medicine's in your system for a month. Once you get that shot, it's roughly some people metabolize a little bit faster, some of them is a little bit longer, but whatever. There's a pill form of it called naltrexone. They had some what we thought were side effects at the beginning, and they wanted me to come off of the shot that lasted a month and go on the pill form that lasted a day or two. And I did because of the side effects, and I did it for a month, and I was successful with it. But the whole time, I was thinking to myself, and you got to remember, I'm one month into recovery. Right. 
and before this i've probably done nine months at the most since i was 18 19 years old 19 20 years old um and that was excruciating and i hadn't done a stint like that on my own white knuckles for a really long time um so i knew that if i stayed on the naltrexone the daily um, pill that it was only a matter of time before i quit taking it and started drinking so my choice was to get on the pill to the pill um, <laughs> and no babies there no babies and i had no i had no more babies um get on the injection that lasted a month because i knew that i was going to get the effects of that medicine for much longer and i had no excuse um if i did it that way and i kind of white knuckled it and got through what i thought were the the, the side effects which Come to find out, my therapist was like, it could have just been the side effects of not drinking anymore and you figuring out your mental health. Like, it might never have been the medication, but it doesn't matter. You got through it. And uh, I'm glad I did because two and a half years sober feels damn good, dude. Like, we went on an adventure yesterday and hit four beaches, went rock hunting on three of them. We jumped off a pier and we've climbed what we're still considering a mountain within the last week yeah for sure half something like that two weeks we had two weeks was two weeks ago um oh you're badass yeah you are a badass man you're out there getting it because i know that yeah but (laughs) this single-handedly is a you adventure as well like going back to the mountain like you didn't give up you kept going which inspired a lot of the other people to keep going and just like yesterday there were some points in times where i was like shit i just want to sit down but you kept going and that made me keep going and then we ended up on a beach sitting in the sand picking rocks for what three hours yeah the one was quite a while it was uh it's, it's funny, funny that you mentioned that because there's a couple times it's probably the same time where I'm like, fuck, man, I really kind of want to go sit down. He's just going and he's loving his life with these rocks. So I'm not, I'm not going to stop him. I'm just, I'm not going to stop him. I'm going I'm to push through and keep going, which I loved all of the rock. I really loved going through them afterwards because we got some cool, we got cooler stuff than I think we realized. Yeah, for sure. Um, getting to look at them afterwards and um so i never was not enjoying myself but there were times where i kind of wanted to ease up or go take a break and your energy towards it made me want to push forward and then i realized that you're saying that my energy towards it made you want to push forward it doesn't really matter we had a great day yeah for sure you know and we're still human man and when we were out there in the natural sunlight and natural elements of this planet it wears on you you know and honestly when we're at what was it northport uh i decided to go barefoot when it was we're at just yeah you went barefoot yeah the tip yeah dude and let me tell you that was not a good idea i was regretting my decision by the time we got out to the beach dude i was regretting going barefoot at that that van's beach when we were rock hunting there at Leland, 
And that was 100th is Rocky. Like, there's a point I'm out in the world. I have such baby feet. Like, it just, I couldn't handle it. And I'm and that's why I kept, like, trying to send you the telepathic signals over at Northport. Like, hey, man, we can, we can go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can go. Yeah, it got to a point out there to where I was like, dude, my feet are not able to handle this terrain anymore. And it's one of those things where, you know, you can look into more rock hunting gear. Now it gives me an excuse to buy some water shoes. I was going to say you know? socks for sure. <laughs> yeah. Or there's an old pair of Hey Dudes works for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, not a sponsor. But, but uh, uh, <laughs> public announcement. But we, we'll, we'll take a sponsorship from Hey Dude if, if they want to. Um, but no, it was a really good day. Like you said, we, we, we got, went to Northport. We were in Leland. Um we, we we skipped the part where we were we started in Sutton's Bay. And that was a kind of a at first we're like mm, it's not, but we we found some cool rocks and it was fun. Yeah, and we showed up and they had a craft show going. Oh yeah, that, I almost forgot. Yeah, which was, which was funny because that was almost like a, a big, um, I don't even know how to say it, but like facing the past situation for me, I got a little um, a little nervous. But, but uh, everything was okay. We, we went, went through it. it. We, we got some cool pictures. We saw some really cool stuff that people had made and things. You know, one of the biggest things that stuck out to me, though, is every town we stopped at, there was somebody in recovery that saw the sober shirt that 217 gave me yeah. and asked about it and asked some point in time of, about the recovery, whether it was, hey, I like 217 and what they're doing or you're sober. That's I don't cool. think that one lady was in recovery. I think the one that really was like, I, what, if, you're if, you're, yeah, yeah. if you're the sober one, you shouldn't let him drive. And I'm like, well, I'm sober, sober too. I'm just more, more sober. sober. <laughs> yeah. so, not more sober. <laughs> sober longer. That's what I meant. More longer, sober. Longer sober. I, I don't know, Mitchell. Now. I've seen you pick up some rocks and get an energy high just from the rocks. Dude, and let's talk about J&J's. We were there for how long that one day? I mean, it felt like five hours, and I was afraid to drive after we left just because of the energy. You know, one thing that people really don't know about this podcast, because we've been doing it for so long, we have two whole episodes now. That um, It's not even two whole episodes yet. But, um, you know, we love Jesus, or the man that is called that, and we love some crystals, and we love our energy, and we love the grays. Some of us, I'm not on that train completely. Ladians, Andromedans. I mean, I, yeah, I'll go there, but, you know, there, there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of different stuff that, that, that we love, and we're just going to bring it into all of it. But I thought you were going to mention the times that I lost my balance and almost bit it into the lake. Oh, no, there's a couple where I, I don't know if I was going to reach for you or reach for the tub of rocks that was in your hands. <laughs> It was debatable. There's a couple times where I was almost <laughs> like, Jeremy, grab my waistband. Yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking, my precious. <laughs> when you said that walking up to the lighthouse from um, the stub toe beach, uh, it wasn't even stub toe. It was just like balls of her feet. But um, like, what would you do if I just dumped this whole thing right here? Oh, no, that was Dan's beach. Either way. I'd be like, I don't know, I'd be sad, but we could just go get more. 
Yeah, this guy got off the, the rock right off the beach here. And like, like, oh, oh no, we, we gotta go, go hunt more rocks. Like, darn it. I don't know that time where you're like, check this rock out. And I threw it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a backup rock in my hand, yeah. just waiting for him to tell me to check it out. I didn't even know that's out. what you did. I was just like, what? Or <laughs> I gave you one too. And, and, and I, I did it first. Yeah, I did it to you. I was like, oh, it's a nice one. And then I really didn't. Um, so, so I was kind of the, the dickhead that started that. And, uh, but we had a lot of fun. We started in Sutton's Bay and we drove to Northport and went a little bit further until you know, it was just the tip. And um, came back, went down to Fishtown and, and uh, in the process saw the Mighty Mac, which is weird because that's not even in that part of the state. <laughs> we finished up in Frankfurt. We did the whole M22 loop. Yeah. You know, drivers to Frankfurt all the way to Northport. It was fun. There was a little debate at the end to stop. And what was it? Glen Arbor. And then we decided to push on through, which I'm really happy we did. Not just because we ran across the people we ran across, but that pier dive was awesome. Diving, we, we went diving with piers. Yeah, no, it, yeah, off the pier. It was it was very fun, and it was it was a cool bonding moment as friends, just to be like, "Hey, I'm tired. You're tired. We're gonna be soaking wet in this car all the way back to town." You were worried about that, and I was like, "Bro, like, I want to jump in." Well, some people treat their cars like their children. I've seen some people treat their cars better than their children. I mean, I was that guy a long time ago, and obviously I'm not anymore, um, as you can see, because it took me too long to try and clean out my car, and I did such a great job when I finally did. You did, and I feel bad about that, because I was like, I'll clean your car out as a good deed. I would have felt bad if you did that. <laughs> your car was trapped out, man. It was trapped out. It wasn't out. even as bad as the last one. Oh, and it's like, who has that many Frisbees? It's just a thing. But it is a thing. There's, there's still sand in it. it. I could care less, man. Like, my, my car can't give me where I need or want to be. Like, why I have it. Um, that, that was something that I learned from a, a manager when I sold cars. It's like, like you're, 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 you have a hammer, you have a screwdriver, you have a car. And the car is your tool that you use to get from point A to point B. Um, And... I've, I've kind of lived that way ever, ever since, and that's why I've almost got, got my little Malibuti stuck out on the, the sand traps of out between mud and Long Lake, because there's some gorgeous places out there in the forest that I really want to take you to um, one of these days, but have not yet, and we're going to have to do that one of these days. You know, it's pretty fun going to see all the area around here. Um because I'm not from around this area. I just realized that, yeah, I just realized that nothing was working for me, so I have to change everything. How far away are you from? In this lifetime, Mitchell? You know, about 100 miles or so. About 100 miles. Give or take. Um, you did show me your stopping grounds. That was fun, too. Yeah, you know, but it's one of those things where there's a lot more foliage up here in northern Michigan than there is in the mid-state, you know, you get kind of get to the two tracks and whatnot, but you don't have a lot of the rivers and the creeks and the, the and that big-ass river you showed me. 
That is huge. That big ass river, uh, Lake Michigan. I've never seen a river that big. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, the, it's, it's been really great. You're saying that there's not as many rivers and streams up here? Well, this is the thing, and I feel this goes with everybody that grows up in a town. They're all gross because we know too much about it. Like, you go down to Midland and you have the Titabawasi and the Chippewa that... Titabawasi, at the first sound... I would like to just bury my face in between those banks. For sure. And then you realize that it floods every year and you have Dow that floods every year. And it's one of those things where it's, you don't really know what you're swimming in. And up here, I know it's, it's the same thing, but you still have more runoffs for them rivers to go into, you know, like everything there runs into the bay and, you know, it's, it's just, perspective i guess and i would would say say that that here like we have that it's um my mother growing up in the area because i'm a couple generations generations deep in this area area, said that they used to call border border lake shit lake Lake. that's That's just just where the the water treatment plants always been and it just flows right down the border river yeah nobody told me that when i jumped in there Well, well, and it, it runs, runs right down, down uh, West Bay, Bay, not far from Clinch Park. And, and that park has been shut down because of E. coli, because of the Borden River before. before. And uh, nobody wants you to know that because it's it's, it's beautiful. It is. That's, that's really the only one, one I can think of around here. here. Every, Every once in a while, you'll get an E. coli warning out at one of the nice beaches. But it's because of, like, stagnant water. It's not because of people's shit. Right. Um, I feel, feel like, like the, the Dow in Midland is a much bigger issue. Yeah, that's the big thing for me is because people don't realize the actual pollutants and the toxins that they release in the air. And sure, they might follow air quote regulations, safety regulations, but they have three filtration ponds that just sit there. And a lot of people don't know that they didn't actually line them ponds until the mid 80s. So all of that toxic waste sucked into the soil. And then every year it floods. And back in 2020 or 2021, we had the dam break, which was 39 feet of water. That was wild. It was just massive. Yep. You know, and that's that's where my problem is, is that I've seen all the trash left over from them floods. It's kind of like when you look at New Orleans and they're in a fishbowl and it floods. A lot of people don't know this, which is crazy. They don't bury their dead in New Orleans. Mm. They stack their dead in catacombs and because the water surface is so low. So not only did they have all their waste management and stuff, they had bodies just floating around. That sounds like a some... A bad way to get some strange moist hauntings. So why so why has your life been going bad? I don't know. I was on top of the house waiting for FEMA 
to pick us up and we saw a dead body and we said some shit about it and next thing you know my life's just been hell <laughs> we're seeing dark figures and uh, everywhere we go hearing grunts and it's there's there's watery footsteps up and down the hall and <laughs> i don't know dude. i think a moist haunting would be worse than just regular old dry haunting i don't know i kind of Got psyched out on Saturday after your spirit of recovery meeting. You know, there was an individual that asked to stay after to ask us a couple of questions. And she had a grunt on her phone. And it wasn't really like that. I know. I was expecting something devilish. Yeah, I was expecting like a... Yeah. It was... Yeah. Sounded like she farted. Um, Or there was a fart. She was really scared, though, and nobody's taking her seriously, and I could feel it. Like, she was, she's got something going on there. The problem is, is people like that want to call a priest. People that have an issue like that want to, uh, a negative spirit, or more than one, as she was claiming. I don't really know, but um, I could sense something with her. I knew, I knew she, she, she wasn't, wasn't complete, complete bullshit, bullshit. but no, there's she is the the source of not the source of a problem, but she is the source of that problem. She is the source of that energy's problem, though, too, because the more she gives thought to that problem, the more energy it gains, and the more she feeds it. Isn't it wild how you had just talked to me about that? Was it earlier that day or the day before? I think it was earlier that day before the meeting. I was telling you about something that I was dealing with. And you're like, you realize that you're giving that the energy to do that for you. And then she comes in and I was like, this, what he told me is exactly what she needs to hear. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things where I am a firm believer that your thoughts turn into your reality. Mm-hmm. The the more energy you give something, the more it's going to manifest. And for me, I don't give anything negative energy anymore because I spent half my life living in fear. Then once I learned I don't have to live like that anymore, I choose not to. You need to figure out how to give the Mega Millions lottery more energy. Believe it or not, there's been multiple people that have won the lottery. And they said, how do you win this? And they said, I manifested it. I tried that all last summer. It didn't work. Well, maybe you were trying it wrong. Trying everything. Well, I was also trying to love, have somebody love me that didn't want to actually. It was a long. It was a long thing. It was a long mantra, but I was just going through it. Ooh, we have a caller. We have a caller. Who don't know how this is going to work? Who shall it be? Justin, Justin good, good sir, sir say, say hello, hello to, to the, the world. world. We're, We're doing, doing a podcast. podcast. He says, well, hello. I don't know how this works and if it's even going to pick up your voice, but we figured I should have given you a cool name. I'm sorry. Oh, he's calling me too. Yeah, he's calling both of us. This is going to oh. get... Is it going to... Hey, good sir. Yep. One of us is going to hang up because that's going to get rough. I just hung up. Okay. <laughs> He's going to start squawking, squawking back, back at each other. other. But, but Jeremy's, Jeremy's right next to me. Um, yeah, I think we're going to do this podcast because, you know, it's, it's, it's almost 8 o'clock. We're going to do it for a little bit longer. longer. Um, and then I don't, I don't know what we're doing. I know that I might take a trip to the Mighty Mac. 
if we're not disc golfing. You, you promised somebody that we would disc golf. I, I just said, unless we're <laughs> disc golfing. <laughs> we, we definitely can. can. I'll throw some disc around. We want to meet at the college at like 8.30? It might be kind of dark. It'll give us time to wrap up here. Let's do that. All right. Awesome. Thank, Thank you, you for being, being our first, first call in, Justin. Justin. It's amazing. <laughs> we'll talk <laughs> to you in a little bit. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, we just had our first call in on the podcast. I don't even know if any of you guys even heard that, but it was pretty cool. They're probably going to be like, what? The All F. Our fans are going to rush us now that they know that we're going to the. College, though. It should have been more discreet. College life. College life. I did a lot of life at that college. Anyway, where were we before we talked to Sir Justin? I believe we were talking about giving energy to the wrong things and manifesting the lottery. Yes. See, but what would your intentions have been if you did win the lottery? My intentions would have been to, one, be self-sufficient, and then to help people. I wanted to help people. I didn't want, like, I guess maybe there was some selfish in there, and that's why it didn't work, because I, I didn't want the stress of not being able to provide anymore, which is cool, because you can say that I've manifested that ability, and being a, a better provider, because ever since I had gotten, I mean, this was before I had gotten my job at the vape shop, and that was before I had even met the Mr. and Mrs. Winfield here at 217 Recovery, where they gave me this opportunity, and they've given me the opportunity to be a much better provider for my family and friends, um, which I greatly appreciate more every single day. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I, I try to tell Corey every time he does payroll. Thank you. I know he doesn't. It's not fun for him. Um, but so maybe there is something behind that manifestation. It didn't give me that Mega Millions winning ticket, but it did get me part of my intentions. For sure. What have you manifested recently? <laughs> uh, I've been manifesting a lot, man. You know... I'm trying to change the world one smile at a time. And I just still can't believe how much that works. There's a 97% rating. Don't be giving my secrets out, Mitchell. We'll just have to learn. It just made me just we're No, but my biggest thing that a lot of people don't realize is that I manifest is good intent. You know, good nature. I just want people to treat me how I want to be treated, so I treat them how I how I want to be treated. And with that, all things come. The platinum rule. Yeah, do unto others as you want done to yourself. They used to teach that in school. They used to teach that. They taught that in my school, but that's because I was homeschooled. Well, good job, Mom. Mm. 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 (laughs) 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 On that note. (laughs) Thank you for trying your best, Mom. Yes, thank you, Mom. So, well, I think we're going to go meet our friend to toss some discs. For sure. 
and we really appreciated this time to kind of decompress our our weekend. We got some treasures in the form of some stony little souls that we get to dig through, and uh, maybe one of these days we'll have a website where we'll. we'll Put, put up a gallery, gallery of our finds. That'll, that'll be that'll, that'll be fun. fun. We, we can, can do that. A gallery of our of our treasures. For sure. I need a crickets. A cricket? Yeah. A crickets. I'm top. just uh because right now the best I got is good shot. Oh no, that's too hood. <laughs> no, I was just messaging another friend about the plans. Because I would like to include this friend with my friends. That friend's definitely um, invited. Yeah, for sure. I know. the other one, but that one is. You know, it's one of those things where I keep telling this individual that this is my life. You know, you're part of my life. 217 is now becoming part of my life. Justin's part of my life. And... A lot of people get so wrapped up in a relationship or the beginning of a relationship that they forget that. Oh, I thought you said it was a friend. You're talking about a, a possible relationship? Cricket. Crickets, crickets, crickets. Well, you know more of... <laughs> yeah, school's out. Cricket, yeah. No, you know more <laughs> about what's going on in my life than a lot of other people do. And, you know, I try to keep an honest open program i've been trying to keep my damn mouth shut because i talk too much. <laughs> yeah you know it's uh it's one of those things where i could see it possibly going there and i'm excited for it yet at the same time my recovery has to come first and that's that so what i have to say about your recovery thank you thank you you know my life's definitely turned around Life is looking good. I'm not staring down that barrel no more. Mm-hmm. You're literally never mind. We're not going to go there. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, um, it's going to get way too dark, dark for, for a goodbye. goodbye. Um, now I was trying to come up with a rock hunting joke for for the spin around, but I, I don't got one. So, but I think that's going to do it for today. We're going to be back here with you guys talking about something nice and crazy. We'll tell you if we've fought any more demons or I'm trying to get, I'm trying to starve them out. I think that's how we're going to handle this one. Starve them out. Starve them out. That's, that's how it's worked in the past. So either way, you got anything else to say, Jeremy? If nobody's told you today that they love you, we do. I don't think anybody's told you that you're beautiful today, Jeremy, and I just want you to hear that before we move on. Thank you, man. Mm. What's that? that? Good talk. You're beautiful too, Mitchell. (laughs) Guilt you into a compliment. (laughs) Thank you for being here for Redacted. Recover your mind. Recover your mind. Bye. Have a beautiful day.